inshallah, I keep striving for perfection, still keep my sword sharp, I gotta use it as a weapon over here, we don't take L's, everything's a lesson, waking up, getting to the bag, everything's a blessing, and I made real sacrifices to get far, I'ma prosper, and that's that, any and all cost, you gotta bounce back, doggy, can't be scared to take a loss, accountability's a motherfucker, but you been a boss, you gotta bet on yourself, general self-made, cause I'm fresh off the shelf, haters gonna do their job, put the rest on your belt, no pork on my fork, cause health is your wealth, and I ain't on a diet, but I love my grain, I am supreme, you gotta take those risks, you wanna make your dreams come to reality, so you can be your own boss and fuck a salary, and this is facts, don't be mad at me. The work of a hustler is never done, they gon' see you change when you level up, sometimes when you on the ground. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back, man. Dago Diddy Vision. I'm sitting here today, man. I got a guest in the house. What you're listening to right there is off of Street Politics 2. My man Primo the Great is in the building. Make some noise for my dude. So, um, Primo the Great, man. Talk to the people, man. Yes, sir. Primo the Great coming from South of Virginia. Currently in San Diego right now in the military. I'm an artist, songwriter, musician, now author. You know, just... Striving to be great, striving to be supreme, that's in my name. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, man. It, it's a beautiful thing, man. My man right here is uh, 20 years old, just dropped a book. So is this the first published book? Yeah, my first published book, man, debut. Right on, man. Talk to him, man. Put him up on this book, man. Yeah, so basically uh, about four years ago, I wrote like a plot called Supreme just as a movie. Like the duration, I wrote all that down, the characters, uh, everything, like how long it was going to be. All that, and I locked it because I ain't want nobody to steal it. <laughs> I put right, it in my notes, right. and I, I locked it. I ain't want nobody to steal it. I'm like, I'm gonna come back to this one day. And uh, you know, as time went on, recently during this year, you know, I would just say the stars aligned, and I got, I got with some right people. We got on that subject about me just telling my story. You know, five years later, all the stuff that happened to me, as far as music, as far as like how I think, the way I think, me being 20 years old, talking the way I talk, and just carrying right. myself a certain way. It was like, man, like you, you inspire people. Started yeah. with a podcast and then, you know, it turned into a book. Um, it's still gonna turn into a movie, but you know, due to corona. Right. Gotta man. Like, you know, take take like small leaps. Heck but yeah, it shut down a lot of shops. Yeah, man. So basically Supreme, the highest quality, the highest degree or something, based on a true story. I also got a soundtrack to this book. In the back of the book you scan a QR code. I made it exclusive for people that actually buy the book. It's not right. on streaming services yet. Okay, okay. But, you know, it's it's exclusive and you know, based on my life, man. I had to change names, I had to Change certain stories just to protect exactly, so exactly. I got me and my guy, that. me and my guy, Jay Saron. Yeah, shout out to you, bro. Heck yeah, dude. That, and that's what's up, man. I, and I can totally get the changing the names and some of the things because right. sometimes I'll be on here talking to people on these podcasts and I'll be like, yeah, but then I heard about this thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you like, man. Yeah, man. You got to protect <laughs> yourself, bro. Heck yeah, because yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that, man. So give them some insight on. What the book is about, where you're going with the book, what do you hope okay, to, to, to do at the end of the book? But I'll read the uh, synopsis right quick. Lil Sam was born on the first day of the new millennium in South Suffolk, Virginia, with aspirations to become the greatest man he could be. His father was a bona fide hustler, and as the saying goes, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Growing up in the west streets of Suffolk, Virginia, and Brooklyn, New York City, the young black male sees, experiences, and learns much at a young age. His traumatic childhood leads into the conclusion that he needs to rise above his harsh environment and become supreme, which is the highest quality or highest degree of something, in whatever course he decides to pursue in life. But how will instability, trauma, peer pressure, attractive young women, 
illicit drugs, the allure fast life, and the street life lead to little sense early demise. Does the young man overcome his trials and evolve despite the madness? Little sense, inspirational, coming of age stories, guaranteed motivation for your personal journey. Supreme, based on a true story, contains a timely, potent, and relatable message aimed to inspire readers to strive for greatness. Man, man, you can dig it. Yes, sir. So because what you're doing right there with that book, dude, that's where you're starting it off. You got the Virginia, you're going into New York. But that whole thing is like every young black male across yes, America. You know what I mean? So yes, from, it's like now I figure what, you're at 20 men, I'm over here 47. Right. But we're still connected in that same environment right. from how we all came up. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like the book can relate to so many people. Right. You know I mean, that's when we reached out, me and we were able to get together. Everyone. I was like, right. oh, I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? When right. I read that part of it, I was like, okay, yeah, on the same page. Bro, everybody can learn from it. You know, I'm not even sure if I want to make a second one because this is what made me who I am. You know right. what I'm saying? This okay. is like all the building blocks. So I'm not sure if I even want to make a second Supreme yet. I might come across that, you know, but uh, basically I just want to inspire everybody, man. You know, I always... I wasn't always as as driven. I always had a vision, but it was all over the place. Okay. You know, and I just want to take everybody down my street, down my road to see, like, all right, who tried to block me? Who tried to, like, you know what I'm saying? How did I avoid these accidents, the accidents I did make, and how can they, all right, overcome it? Because I know for a fact I'm not the only one going through the situations that I'm talking about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Even, you know what I'm saying, an older person can relate to, you know what I'm saying, certain things. It's the thing of taking those obstacles and turning them into opportunities. Right. A lot of people hit those obstacles and they just look at it as such. Damn, it's a block. They don't try and go another direction. They just stop. Boom. Right there. Right. And become part of whatever it was that was blocking them. Yeah, that's. And turn that frustration on. Like, okay, well, that's what stopped me. Then you know what? Then I'm just going to roll with it and get stuck in this whole situation. Instead of it saying, okay, you know what? It blocked me from here, but it's a whole other opportunity if I go down this road. And you got you to gotta outgrow your environment, bro. That's it. That's it. That's the whole thing, man. So, I mean, that's why I try to tell people now, I mean, either when you're growing, you're going to grow up and start meeting people that's growing in that same direction. Right. If you try to stay grounded, you're going to still be hugging that same block with those right. same people saying, I still got to be connected. I still got to right. be plugged in. Those people don't want to grow. You know what I mean? There's people now, there's some cats who I grew up with. We was, man, second grade, third, all the way up. They're still on the block. Right. They don't talk to me anymore because I don't come back to visit. Right. And I'm like, it's not that I don't want to come back and visit, but that's something we used to do. You know what I'm saying? The plan was, I never really met anybody who truly said, I just want to stay here in the hood and die. You know what I'm saying? I never really met that. They get complacent, man. They get to a point where it's like, this hard that they know. Mm -hmm. Even me being 15 years old, 16 years old, okay. This is all that I do know, but if you would have told me that I was writing a book, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It took me to leave and, and, and see certain things and have certain conversations, even read certain books. Right. For me to, like, put me outside, you know what I'm saying? Not physically, but mentally. Like, physically, mm-hmm. I'm here, but mentally, I'm I'm on, on Ocean Drive, you know what I'm saying, somewhere. See? And a lot of cats can't do that. They don't. They can't separate that. It's like, right. wherever they are is where they are. You can tell them to read something, they'll be like, yeah, I read it, but I'm still right here. It's like they can't get their mind to get free. Right. Say, what was it, like, what was one of the turning points that hit you that was like, hey, I got to make some sort of change. I got to start going some sort of different man, direction. It's a few, man. It's a few because I'm, I'm a Muslim, so I converted at an early age, at 14. Really? You know, but I would say I was somewhat mature, but I wasn't all the way there. So, like, I would easily get distracted and easily do, like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be... So far on my dean, you know what I'm saying? And that was a turning point, just me trying to live a straight a straight path, a straight road. Okay. And, 
as I got older, I started taking it more serious. And then again, um, my sister actually adopted me when I was 16, and then I moved to Texas for like yeah, a year. Man, that's, that's dope. I finished know? my high school out there, and like, you know, I don't know anybody there. I got to start all over again. Right, right. So during the, during the transition from me leaving Virginia and going to Texas, you know, I actually uh, had stopped rapping during a, a specific time. Okay. And I was like, you know, I, I, I had lost all my motivation. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to record my Die Rich album. I had changed my name to Primo. And uh, I got back to it, man. Um, I found a studio, start recording. And okay. I would say that was a turning point because I didn't have any any of my peers that I grew up with around me to actually, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. Confide in or just, like, be distracted by. All mm-hmm. I had was myself and, you know what I'm saying, what was in front of me. So I was like, you know what, I got to make a change. I started getting, getting back on my thing, you know, reading, reading more books, uh, having better conversations with people, you know what I'm saying, just eliminating okay. small talk. Right. Like, just having better conversations and, you know, words are powerful. What you say yeah, can yeah. come to life. So it really can. You can speak a whole lot into reality. You know what I'm saying? So around that time, bro, I would say, you know, that's when I that was a big turning point for me. Seventeen, going on to eighteen. I dropped Die Rich on my eighteenth birthday and there was no looking back. I haven't stopped making music since. I haven't stopped doing what I wanted to do. I actually elevated. You know what I'm saying? So And that's what's up though. 'Cause that's and that's the thing, man. You had you had a lot of different things taking place. Right. But you were still able to sit back at some point and say, Hey, this is where I'm still going to go. This is the direction that I'm still going to try and get to, the path yeah, I'm still going to stay on. Things you know happen I mean? for a reason, bro. So it's like, if something keeps coming back, if something keeps coming back, I, I stopped doing music. Well, I ain't going to say I stopped doing music, but I was off and on certain times with like, do I want to do this? Nah. Do I want to do this? Nah. Do I want to mm-hmm. do this? I'm going to do this. Do I want to do this? Nah. And it got to a point to where even I was just trying to make music to please everybody else. Right. The type of music that they wanted to hear, not that I wanted to make. You know what I'm saying? So it got to a point where like, 17, 18, you know what? I'm putting out everything that I want to, because people don't know what they like until it's in front of them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm doing what I what I like, what I do, you know, and now people like what I do. And I do what I thing, like, people man. like what I do. And that's so. the thing, you have to build your own tribe. Right. You know, if you're trying to make something to fit in everybody else's tribe, dude, it's like you're never being true to yourself. Right. So if, say you would have built thousands of people following behind you, but you're doing it for everybody else. Right. Then time you drop something for yourself. Everybody's like, what the hell is this? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, this, right. this is not who we were it's listening crazy, to man, for the whole time. Because we, we do that all, often. Like, even, like, famous rappers, people like Currency or people like, that was, like, that went through different regimes of people. Like, he was mm-hmm. signed to Master P, he was signed to Wayne, and he was yeah, making different was. types of music. Yep. But it wasn't until he started Jet Life and when he started, like, making all that music that he wanted to make, and he got a cult following that just looks for that type of music. Exactly, man. You know what I'm saying? They come to him for that, so. He built his own thing up. And that's the whole thing, man. It's not losing yourself in the journey. Right. I think that's where some people go wrong when they say, for instance, when you're looking at how your book is showing and how the transformation, right. keeping people inspired and like, look, these are the things I ran into and how to push through it. Right. A lot of people get caught up in something that looks shiny at that moment and think, okay, this is the path. This is where I want to go. They're trying to please everybody else. At the same time, they're not pleasing themselves one bit. So as soon as that gets hard, they go right back to what they knew. And it's how they never seem to get past certain hurdles and move on. That's the thing, bro. And and money plays a big role in that, too. Yeah. You feel me? Money plays a big role in that. I told somebody, I was like, chase your dream because, you know, they print money every day. They print money every day. So, like, chase your dream. The money going to come regardless. And every opportunity doesn't have a paycheck attached to it. You know what I'm saying? That's so, the if you do it makes you man. happy, you're going to be happy. But That's if you're doing thing. something, like, horrible... Just for money, like, nah, that's not it. Yeah. Because it's a cycle that keeps happening. It keeps happening. Until yeah. somebody actually breaks that cycle to where, like, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what makes me happy. 
I'm a I'm not going uh settle for this job or settle for this certain thing. I'm man. gonna just go for what I want. Bruh, say that. Say that, homie. Say that, man. Say that. Yeah, and that's and dude, that's the thing I'm trying to get people to understand, man. At one point, even when I was working, I, I had one office job. And as long as I was chasing the money, I was miserable. Right. You know what I'm saying? I went from one position to the next. So I just kept seeing the dollar signs of each position that I took. Right. Got to that management level and hated life. You know right. what I mean? It was getting up in the morning was just dreading it. Now I'm responsible for everybody else who's screwing up, but I can't do nothing to them for screwing up. Right. But now it all comes back on me. I'm like, and this is all because of chasing the money. Right. On the black, chasing the money, chasing the money. It's people who went to jail because they chased that dollar. Right. So when you had the certain people, man, it's like certain cats would tell me, look, if you're going to push it, not every dollar is a good dollar. Not every opportunity to make this big stack of money is yeah, a good man. opportunity. You got to just stay consistent, stay small. As soon as you see somebody out there, somebody come in there, oh, somebody wants to do X, Y, Z for this amount of money, do this, the biggest thing ever. You'd be like, nah, homie, knock yourself out. And then we'd be like, yeah. what happened to so-and-so? He got arrested the other day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, man, I told you. I got you. a perfect example for that, man. So I'm in the Navy, right? And um, my boat was just underway not too long ago. And, I, like, it was written, was like, like the soundtrack of my life during that week, right? So uh, Nas one of my favorite rappers. Okay. And he said in Street Dreams, he was like, for real, G, if I fulfill, I'm going to fulfill my dreams. If I conceal my schemes, then precisely I build my cream. When he said that, I just mm-hmm. thought about my situation in the Navy. I'm like, I'm just concealing my scheme. All, all I'm doing is applying this to my life. All the situations here, you know what I'm saying, and actually just trying to become a better individual, better person. Heck yeah. So that's what it's about. That's, and that's the whole thing, man. Serious. Nah, you, know you really yeah. can't, man. It's like you have to use what you have to fund where you're really trying to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now look at it as, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm stuck. I'm never going to get past this. Right. Man, I sit here every morning like I was saying when we first came in. Right. Where I record and where I work is right in the same two-inch, five-inch radius. radius. But it keeps me inspired to look to my right and see all my recording equipment while I'm working on the left for somebody else. But I know that's not my final destination. That's not where I'm going to stay. You know what I mean? So it's like it keeps you motivated and keeps you pushing. You just got to let whatever you're dealing with fund that dream. Definitely, bro. Fund your movement and then kind of go from there. You know what I'm saying? So now now you understand when you came in, you said you had – so you have the book right now. Right. You dropped two albums this year already, right? right. And you got a third album coming too. Third so, EP? No, it's an album. Album, okay. It's an actual album. Uh, I don't even want to say the name yet, man. I just okay. want to surprise people. Um, even the soundtrack. I did all this this year, bro. Beat tapes. Man. So I, I put out Street Politics 2 in February. I put out uh, the Goat Tape in April. I put out the... Mad Frankie instrumental tape in May. I finished the soundtrack in May for the book. You can't even hear that unless you like buy the book. And buy the book, people. Plus this last, this next project. Um, I ain't gonna say the name yet, but yeah. So what's that like? Five, six projects. Yeah. Dude, how are you getting all this done while you're on the boat, though, bro? It's like- just time. It's just time management, bro. It's just time management, bro. Yeah. Honestly, like, you know, I don't smoke, I don't drink. So how I have my fun is like hustling. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Making money and doing what I love. Music, money, family, and God. Man. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. that's what I try to focus my time on, man. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like, how's he out there doing all of this? Yeah, and then there's people who don't have all that going on. They're just like, ah, you know. I mean, but everybody had a t- like the same 24, bro. So, like, if I'm in a position to where I see somebody like me doing everything they do, 
while they active duty in military, yeah. I can't get mad. We got the same we got the same amount of hours every day. Exactly. You know, I just balance mine different. See? You know what I'm saying? I just balance mine different and I do what make me happy. Like on the weekends, I went to the swap meet earlier, bro. <laughs> I went to the swap meet earlier. My first time going out there. And I'm like, man, like, man, this is a perfect spot to set up shop. Was it down at the uh the Kobe? Yeah. Okay, okay. Perfect spot to set up shop, bro. It's funny you almost pulled up on that mug today. You know bro, what I'm saying? With the it's clothes like, and all that, bro. So yeah. it's like a perfect spot. Yeah. People spend, want to spend their weekends, you know, eating out and doing all this. Okay, cool. I'm going to spend my setting up shop selling my products. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I went out there today just to peep it out. I didn't see nobody selling, like, any products that they made. No. No, nah, I go man. out there, I'm going to be selling DSR. You know what I'm saying? My book, my cl- everything. DSR. What does it stand for? So it stands for Die Rich, and it's actually my initials. Okay. DR. Okay. You know, Die Rich. That was actually, it was supposed to be just the album, and I put it out at 18. I got it tatted on me on my wrist. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? When I was 16, and um, it was just going to turn into like a, a a book. I didn't know it would turn into a brand. Right, right. And, uh, you know, really, at the time, it was just money, you know. I didn't know what day I would go. I didn't know what day I would leave, the, you know what I'm saying? Right. Go away. So I was like, you know what? I just want to die rich. But now it's rich in spirit, rich in character, rich in rich in respect, rich in knowledge. And that's exactly what I was going to ask because it, it still had the same meaning. Exactly. Yeah, okay. You can describe it as, you can call it money, but you can also call it a way of describing something more like a texture. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rich. This is rich. Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I definitely follow you on that, man. And that's and it's funny because you can do something at an early age and it has one meaning. Right. Then by the time you hit a certain age, that whole thing is a different meaning. Right, man. it originated from. I went through like four logos and um, I had like so much going on, like a, uh, a globe, handcuffs at the bottom, breaking away, <laughs> holding bags of money. Mm-hmm. The I had just so much stuff going on. And like one of my dudes, he told me, he was like, man, you know, you ever heard like this, like people say like less is more. Mm-hmm. So that's when I came up with DSR and I was like, you know what, this is, this is something that's going to sell itself. Hell yeah! I was like, what is DSR? What does that stand for? Exactly, you know it catches saying? people's eyes. Exactly, with it. exactly. So I'm telling you, dude. My first, when we first, first came when I was younger. We had our own music label. There's a whole almond entertainment movement. We had all this stuff going, but back then I was going by the uh, the Cookie Man. Right. So my first tattoo, and I'm so glad I didn't get it, man. My first logo of the thing was gonna be a big cookie holding a gun and a bag of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, but then it's like I never had time to do it. So I think it was part of a plan just in life was to not give me time to go put something like that as a brand. Right. Because now I'd be like, how am I explaining this big old chocolate chip? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it wouldn't mean the same thing now. Right. You know what I mean? So I think what you went through, you were able to come up with something at that time that you could later on flip. So yeah. even back then, you were ahead of your thought process. You know bro, what I mean? Like, bro. You were already ahead and didn't even know you were ahead. Bro, and I'm 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 so fortunate, you know, and and, and like, Glad I was in that mind frame to to for it to turn into a brand, for it to turn into Heck something yeah. bigger than life, for it to turn into something that I can represent, something that I can stand for. And people see it, they see me, and when they see me, they they think of this. Heck you know yeah, bro! So, and that's the thing. And then the way that people can't see it here, but the way that the the logo is 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 cool. You know right. what I'm saying? It's definitely the the less is more because right. this, that's what I'm saying. Looking right now, he got it on right now, and I'm just like, what is DSR? Then I seen it on his hand. I was like, okay. This is all tied in. Yeah. But the way that it looks, though, is it's just cool. It's like that. Bro, it's just right there. I try there. to make it cohesive, too, man, because, you know, DR, those are my initials. So I just try to make it cohesive. You know, branding and, and hustling and, you know, all the all the marketing tips, it's like, okay, even the artwork, the cover, right? 
when you hustling or when you selling something, you you want to make people uh, buy into what you selling. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily you having to say a whole bunch of words, just like exactly. that selling itself or this exactly. selling itself. Like what is, what does that mean? What does that stand for? Right. And it's gonna it's gonna intrigue them to want more. It's gonna like all right. Or he like he caught my eye like yeah because it's just now. enough you know what I mean I because you could now. do the whole overkill with the whole gold cover and some kind of leaves coming out and right. this whole sparkly something now it's more or less like what is this not what's in it you know right. what I mean but the way you have it branded now it's kind of like okay it has to be more you know what I mean it makes right. you want to look into it flip the page open read around and say what, what's really going on with my man right here yeah, man I actually had like the, the picture I had that. I, I said I wanted that to be the cover art before I even start writing the book, bro. Really? I had the picture. I was like, because, you know, white represents innocence. And, like, it's showing from, I, I had the book starting off from my pop's life and, you know, from me to now. Okay. You know what I'm like, now, where I'm at in life. And it wasn't until, you know, me and my guy, Jason Ron, he helped me edit. He helped me do everything, bro. With right. The book. And um, it wasn't until we got it done. I'm like, man, I'm just like my dad. I'm just like my pops. <laughs> I'm not going to say the differences yet because I don't want to spoil the book. But, like, okay. it's a few differences. Well, major differences, but they, it's only a few. But he molded me into himself like a, a, a hundred times better version of himself. Okay. You know yeah, see, and that's, that's like every father's dream. You right. know what I mean? It's from everything that we've done. I mean, you're a year older than my actual son. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's the same thing I try to convey to him. It's like, look, man, you know what I'm saying? My whole mission is to make you a better version of me. So when people meet him, they're like, oh, he's so this, or he's so nice, he's so sweet. I'm like, that's what I used to be. But at some point I had to share that so that I could live. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now I passed that to him and made sure, okay, look, this is this is the better version. This is what I could have been. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is where I was. Until the changes came. Right. So from a, from a father's side of it, man, that, that's, that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? That you're able to embrace all of that, take all of that from him. Definitely, bro. And then, bam, put it out to yourself now. Like, hey. Definitely, bro. It wasn't always like, I ain't going to say, uh, he, he showed me both sides of the spectrum. Like, he taught me how to hustle. Mm-hmm. Everything. And then he showed me, like, you know, as far as book smarts, he sh- man, I'm just like him. He showed me everything, bro. He showed me everything from the bad side, what things could get like. Mm-hmm. You know, what things could get to. The, the good side, but even then, like I, I didn't have a whole bunch of positive role models. Okay, you know it was a, it was a lot of people that I didn't want to be like. Right, it was majority of the people I grew up with. I didn't want to be like. Mm-hmm. They showed me, you know, you can learn from everybody. Exactly, like, that you was can like, learn anything, even from a fool. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that just showed me, like, all right, I know I don't want to be like this when I grow up. I don't want to do that when I grow up. This is what I. This is when I, I want to do the whole opposite. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, and then that's the thing is that you're able to pick that up. You know what I'm saying? Because some people will be like, okay, I see this, that, and the other happening. Ah, maybe I'll, I'll jump in for a hot one. Right. You know what I mean? And that's where I made my turn was there was the people who were doing the good, right. people who were doing the bad. But I was like, you know, this, this bad is kind of intriguing. You know what I mean? Because you start getting the females. You start getting the cars. You're getting the money. You're living this fast life. It's like, hey, this is, this is hella fun. Right. But at the same time, you're not thinking long term. You know what I mean? And so now it's like I sit back. I saw a friend of mine earlier today. I used to have this thought in my like in my head back when I was younger. Like if I'm not walking around with a few racks in my pocket, I'm broke. I'm not hustling hard enough. I'm not right. doing this right. But then now you flip it over to where you're trying to work a regular job and you don't see me trying to do 40, 50, 60, 70 hours in a week thinking, oh, I got to hustle harder and get this money. Right. Now I'm like, I'm doing 40 and I'm out. You know, so if I can do 25, I'm gone. You know what right. I'm saying? But you had to take, I didn't have the same mentality that I had as far as hustling and get that money as doing it legit. Until you get to a point in life you finally see where it's like, okay, you know what? 
if I put that same energy into something that's real and legit, I can still be rich, as you say, but in a different way. It doesn't Bro, have to be the racks telling, in my pocket. I was just telling my homie that the other day. I'm like, five years ago, six years ago, I was selling something different. Now mm-hmm. I'm selling the book that I wrote. See? That's that's you know what, what it is, man. So, it's it's... I'm proud of myself, but, you know, when people say congratulations and they give me all the, you know what I'm saying, the good fortunes and all that, I'm so humble about it because I know I'm not done yet. Like, I still right. have way more things that I have to do, things that I got to accomplish, goals that I got to get met. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, that's the thing. As long as you know that you still have more, you know what I mean? Some of you are only 20, man. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got a whole lot. The path that you're on right now, you got so much more. Yeah. So much more living to do, so much more things to experience. And I can see why you're saying you don't think that you'll write another book, like a part two. Yeah, I don't know if I write you know a part what I mean? two. I tried to fit my life into 395 pages on this. <laughs> and that was just the, that was just the gist of from right before birth to 20 years old. Man. And what made me into what made me think the way I do and talk the way I do. and ha- The way I have certain conversations, the way I talk, the way I represent my brand. Exactly. Like, that made me into what? So I don't even know, like, Supreme Part 2 would probably be like, what, me, like, Going on vacations and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to talk about that. You know what I'm right. Because it's not going to be the same gritty. Right. You know what I mean? You already put it kind of out there. So, if you was going to, so if you're doing, say you did another book, but right. not Supreme Part Two, where do you think that you would take the next book just as a total? Got it. I already got it planned out, bro. I already got it planned out. It's going to be self development. This you know what guy. Saying? It's going to be self development. I'm going to call it because okay. my podcast is called Rich in Spirit. Yeah. So, I'm going to call the book How to Be Rich in Spirit. It ain't gonna be yeah. this long. It ain't gonna be three hundred pages. Right, right. Like one twenty, one thirty. Okay. Just like a step by step guide of what makes me, you know what I'm saying, what makes me be rich in spirit every day. I know somebody can learn from it. Somebody can take something from it, some good nuggets, you know what I'm saying? So that's the whole thing, man. It's especially trying. a person my age, you know what I'm saying? Cause man. it's kinda hard to reach out to young kids, you know what I'm saying? Or, or just youth in general. It you is. Know what I'm saying? So like I feel like I'll have a great effect. Oh man. Effect. The thing is it's a beautiful direction, dude, because that's why even now, we try to go out and speak to kids. And I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day because they're like, you have the speakers that come in and they can wear a suit and all of that. But you come in and the kids have their mindset that if you're in a suit and tie, you don't really fit into what we're doing. Yeah, they're not even going to listen to you. Exactly. They're looking at you like, this guy here, what are you trying to tell me about? Right. And I had a relative and used to work at a group home. He would try and tell them certain things they should do to change their life, so on and so forth. My man ran track was almost in the Olympics, never was on the block with any of us. Right. So they would tell him, like, look, we understand what you're saying, but you never lived it. So how can you tell us now to not do it if you just kind of grew up around cats that did it, but you don't know how to get in and get out. Right. He came to us one day and was like, look, can y'all talk to these kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not listening to me, but y'all were still out here. They, they know I know real ones. Can y'all talk to them? I would go box after work. When I came from the building, I'm leaving the corporate building. I got the suit and the tie and all that right. on. And I was just, he's like, it's not going to work. He said, if you try and talk to him with that on, he said, even though you're just coming from work, they're not going to get it. Yeah. They came to the gym. I'm in the gym and on my boxing gear the whole bit, just looking rugged and raggedy. Right. I'm talking to him afterwards, but I'm talking to him afterwards. I'm putting back on the clothes I came in. And they were like, so wait a minute. They're like, where did you come from? Right. I was like, it's an office job, man. They was like, so you still hang here, do this and do that, but you're in an office building? I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was like, you can do both. You don't have to just have one foot in, one foot out. You can you can kind of blend it all together, but you're just right. going to work yourself out of there. I said, but the thing is, you would have never believed me or listened to me, and I came straight from work to talk to you. Right. I said, but now that you saw me in some Nikes and some sweats and all this mess, you're like, oh, now you're seeing it all come together. 
Oh, okay. He, he hand dropped the message. Yeah, like, and some of those kids came around for a while and soaked it up. But people don't understand if you don't talk to these people on their level and look like you're one of them, they don't want to hear it. Because right. if you already made it out, what you can you really tell me? Because exactly. you don't have to struggle. Exactly. You know, but they don't understand you've already been in that struggle. And now you're coming back like, hey, let me show you how to get out of this whole situation. Right. You know what I mean? So for you to be in your 20s and already trying to do that, it's a beautiful thing, man. Because a lot of us didn't realize it until we hit our 30s and 40s. Like, hey, till we had our own and so forth. Like, hey, right. we got to give something back. We got to pull these kids back. So it's yeah, a it's beautiful all about, movement. It's all about legacy for me, bro. Yeah. It's all about legacy for me, bro. Like, that's really my, my ultimate goal. Somebody asked me um, on the boat. They was like, man, like. What what is your overall what like what do you want to be like what's your overall goal I said like I'm an inspiration dealer like I deal inspiration <laughs> you know what I'm saying I just want to be free I want to build a legacy you know I'm not even living for myself no more I know I'm eventually I'm gonna have a kid eventually I'm gonna have a wife they are gonna have my last name right my last name to mean something exactly so I'm not gonna be here forever I want my legacy to be here you know what I'm saying forever exactly do and let that carry on and keep right. it moving and I think the direction that you're going bro that's exactly what's gonna take place you know right. what I'm saying to whereas People can look back that have known you forever and still look forward even once you're gone. Right. And look at your wife, look at your children and be like, man, that's that's him. You know what I mean? This right, is what man. he built before he left and it's he still did. carrying yeah. on and on. Like with the music, with the podcast, the book, people that see my belief system, uh, how I change. Like even with music, I wasn't always talking about the same things. So like it'll be, it'll be to a point like when I pass or whenever something happens to me, they'll see my belief system and like, man, like, like, this is still here. This is mm-hmm. living. Like, this is still living. I can still hear his voice. I can still feel his spirit. You know that's, what I'm saying? Man, dude, that, that's, man, shoot. That's deep, though. I guess that's why I move such, like, at a fast pace, bro, because, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So many people, like, wait and procrastinate and do, you know what I'm saying, just wait for something to happen. Like, nah, like, that's I got to I mean, like now. that, man. It doesn't, everything, especially with everything going on now, right. it's been proven. You don't have time, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you move, you got to, if you're thinking about something, you have to do it. Right. Because you might not wake up tomorrow. You can wake up tomorrow. Lord only knows what you might have wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Come tomorrow. So, nah, I, I totally get it, man. I, and I can see how the movement, just from everything you said you worked on this year. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Now, on the stuff you have out now, the tracks you have, you have the GOAT. Right. And then when I think about the other one that was queued up that we were just playing earlier. Street Politics 2. Street Politics 2. Wood track. Would you want people like which track out of those two albums right here would you say embodies you the most that we could play right now? Volume two. Volume two. Volume two. That's actually I got a song on first street politics called Red Eye. And volume two is the second version of that on Street Politics Two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What we're gonna do, y'all, we're gonna go into volume two of a Street Politics Two. Primo the Great. Y'all just sit back, enjoy some of this right here. I know I, I was listening to it earlier today. So, yes, hey, y'all got to check him out after all this podcast and everything. You still got to go pull him up. Let me cue this joint up for the people, man. Heck yeah, we'll be right back with y'all, man. Y'all enjoy this track by my man real quick. Teach them that they can be bigger than anything they ever seen. If you stick to the script, that's all you got to do. Follow the brick road. Take everything to the chin. Stay down on ten toes. Stay down on ten toes. And be self-made. Hold on, y'all. Hey, I'm still playing self-made. Look, I'm stuck on tracks. Let me get you to the right track. Volume 2, man. Give it to me one more time here. There we go. 
Now we're on the same page. Really trying to find my roots. I'm talking to my air lights, just trying to find the proof. Then I turned nine. You introduced me to the streets where I learned how to hustle. Anything that I can see, say any goal you can't accomplish, you can get it, you can reach. The wrong role models in New York is just the fiends and Virginia, just the haters that don't want to see you make it. At 13, I started rhyming, started making mixtapes, and on the corner of Fulton Street was me and AK. I looked up the SK, I know he got a lot to say about my growth. 15, I recorded street politics. Ron found me at my first show in Portsmouth, I did with Trail. He flew me out to Cali, then we flew back out to Cali. He changed my life, shaped me as an artist. I regret what happened. I hope all is well with family and the catering. Me and Trail, we jugging. We making our plays. I'm like, doggy, make it happen so we can get paid. I'm in the studio more and more. I'm focused. I notice that everybody locked up. Nobody put the Glocks up. Enrique, she adopted me. Then I flew out to Texas. Out of sell, and I'm still trying to get adjusted. I got the press. And I started writing, die rich, I got fat, but won't nobody hyping up my shit. I met Romani, she sparked a change in my brain. Who would have thought two years later things would never be the same? Red Eye, Volume 2. I know it don't feel the same. Finishing up this Navy contract. I'm still prospering in life, though. What up, son? Miss hearing you uh, yesterday. Now, I kind of depend on hearing you, you know, knowing that you are right. I wanted to see how the um, your cold was coming along, man. Um, give me an hour back. Let me see what's going on. Man, we are back. We are back. Shooting that right there. Y'all got to excuse my mistake in the beginning. I was still stuck on that self-made joint. So, shoot. Yes, I had to hit the right buttons and get us back in gear. But good. volume two, man, why is that one so deep to you? I don't know, man. You know, I tell my whole story in that song. You know, even to to the T with my, my dad talking at the end. You know, on the first red eye of street politics, you know, I had him talking at the end. Volume two, it was, it was perfect, man. I just, I felt like five years, I grew and even in the artwork, I got myself, I'm playing chess against myself, Kobe playing in the background. You know what I'm saying? That was like a five-year span. Five-year span, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, these are these are the moves you messed up on. These are the moves you could have did better with. You know, either way, I got you in check. Right. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man, look, I'm telling y'all, the, the folks that mess with me, 
You know what I'm saying? I just met this young man, but his spirit and his vibe is like somebody who you've known for years. You don't run across a bunch of people like right. that. You don't run across a bunch of genuine, authentic folks. Right. It's just like the dude is, is as humble as you can get. Is mel- I mean, this is a cool cat. You know what I mean? It's like for anything, I'd co-sign any given day and be like, no, this cat right here is 100. He's solid. Yeah, man. I appreciate you know that. Saying? It's a beautiful thing, man. And then the relationship that you have with your dad, man, you don't get a lot of that. You know what I mean? Especially when the father gave you both sides of life. A lot of cats is just like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Right. I took the bad from my dad. I did this and that. But they don't really come back and give them the highlight because no matter how bad somebody did as a parent, there's still some good they did as a parent. Right. But a lot of people don't come back and pull that in and say, okay, this is what we took from all of it. So to see your relationship with him, you know what I'm saying? He's like, how often do y'all talk now? Or uh, I, I try to call him every day, bro. I try to call him every day. At least like two, three times. He yeah, so call him. I try to call him every day, man. Him and my mom. You know, he actually told me one day, he was like, man. You know, so and so, your cousin, they they want to do, they want to buy this from me, they want to do this from me. You got to call them, blah blah blah. I'm like, listen, I had a long day. I just try to make sure I call y'all. That's my priority. You know, everybody after that is like secondary. I right. just try to make sure I call y'all at least every day. Heck you know yeah, man. So, you know, we talk, we build, and he molded me into something that you know, just like like I just told you, like a hundred a hundred times better himself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying so. That's it, man. That's it. It's a beautiful look, man. And then moms, man. How's everything with you and moms? You know, I got I got a song up there called Dear Omi. And, you know, that was one of the situations that we went through growing up. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a relationship, man. Because okay. I've been a man of a man of the house for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So it was things that I was doing at like nine years old, ten, eleven, twelve years old that people. Wouldn't do till like day thirty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, okay. So like it it was that type of relationship, like she knew I do I had to do what I had to do. Right. But she knew like I had a vision and I wasn't like a I knew right from wrong, you know what I'm saying? So she knew like okay. I was I would be good in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I got I could I can get that, man, because I had three older sisters and my mom. So I was kind of in that situation, the youngest, the only male in the house. Right. Moms didn't condone everything that I did. Right. But she knew some of it I had to do. Some of it was for the family and in protecting the family. But at the end of the day, she was just like, okay, just, I won't be able to rest in peace unless you were at peace. You right. Know what I'm she passed about two years back now. But when she finally was, and I brought it back up to her around that time, and I was like, I hope at this point you'll be able to rest in peace. And just for her to be able to give me that, that nod and that hug, like, oh, I'll be peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'll be able to completely rest, you know. Right. You're not the one who was beforehand when I told you that. You're not that person. Right. So it's that, that mother love and understanding that no matter what we ended up doing, they still understood it. They might not accept everything, but they understood what we were doing. Right. You know what I mean? That's all we could really ask for. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, and it goes down to the things that we see, you know, the things that we hear. Even down to the like the way they spend money, or you know, everything is like a cycle, mm-hmm. and we don't really know it until we get older and we start doing the same exact things. Man, you know, what I'm saying everything is a cycle, and I try, I'm just trying to break the cycle of uh, the wrong things and exactly you know, so on, the, on the right things. You know, what I'm saying so exactly to break that cycle, and that's where it all starts, man. That was my whole mission, dude. With little dude, man, he ain't too little now, but with my son was 
somewhere the cycle has to get broken. Right. You know what I mean? If we don't start doing it as as men and trying to pass it down, who's ever going to stop doing it? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like it's certain people who I saw were teaching their kids the same neighborhood rules. I'm like, why are you teaching them that? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, we did it because we had to. Right. They don't have to. So why are we going to continue to teach them that? Right. So for my son, when he sat back and watched Straight out of Compton, he had so many questions on that life because he never experienced it. And at first I was laughing, but then I was like, damn, I did something right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it's like, for him, this is really a movie. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, a movie with questions. For me, I was like, damn, I remember those nights. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I remember these times. And right. I remember being at the shows when you guys first came from Compton to San Diego and all the confusion and chaos. Right. You know, and now for them to be able to sit back and watch it and be like, hey, so why is this? And why is that? And how come they're doing this, this, and this? It's showing where the cycles are getting broke. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot more young kids that are now past that. And it's sitting across from you. It's showing that out there in the world, it, it's happening. It, yeah, it's happening. Man. You know, uh, even that cycle, as far as, like, us, you know, even youth, bro. Like, I got people, I had people at, like, 15, 16 years old, people, like, 10 years older than me asking me for advice. You know what I'm saying? People, like, because they seen something in me. They seen potential in me. They mm-hmm. seen that I had something that would outgrow, would outgrow this, like, like you, even with rap. Like, bro, like, you too nice to be here. Like, you too, you too, like. Too, you too sick with it, bro. Like you gotta like mm-hmm. do something. You gotta take this serious. You have to take this serious. Heck yeah! And that's the thing is you grabbed on, and since that's the thing, you didn't push those people off in a way. And ah, you know this, right. and this, and this. I'm gonna be the best rapper on the block. I'm gonna be right. the best corner boy on the block. Just, I got a good flow in between slipping my things in on something. Right. You took it, and it was just like, okay, hey, y'all see it in me. I see it in myself. If everybody's still seeing all of this going on, right. I need to invest more of that into myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Put more of that on me. If all these people can feel what I got going on in my energy, right. what am I doing? And right. You bottled it up. I was like, hey, I'm going to push it forward now and really put my time into the projects, the whole movement. Man. And then, bam. A lot of people don't even know. Like, when I was 14, I had a, my first ever tape that I recorded. I had a tape called The Warm-Up Session. Okay. Quality was horrible. Like, I just found somebody. They charged me, like, $50 for, like, six hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yep. I, don't, I don't know anything about recording and, you know. I was just selling that on the street in Brooklyn. And then that year after that, Street Politics, that's on streaming services. I put that out 2015, and, like, the quality was great. Like, my bar work was crazy. Heck yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? I'm just telling my story. I'm telling my story. I'm telling my story. And, you know, gradually it came to this. See, you man. You know what I'm saying? So. And it's when I'm listening to some of your tracks, dude, I can I can hear, like, the denies influence in there. You know what yeah. I mean? There's the storytelling the delivery, but you, you have a lot to say, and it's not just a bunch of nonsense that you're right. just da, 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 trying to find this hot hook and roll with it. Right. Because a lot of the joints, man, it seemed like the hooks were like, it's almost like the hooks were like a secondary action. Right. You know what I'm saying? But your original right. thing was, let me get these, I got something to say. The hook yeah. can tie it all together, but originally I just got something to say. I'm trying to break away from that, bro. Even like on this, after this, when we go offline, I'm going to let you hit the tape. Like, even when we go off this, bro, like, that next tape, it doesn't have any hooks up there. It doesn't have any hooks up there. I, I don't want. I want to break the traditional way of doing things. Yeah. Even with the book, bro. Like I put, I, I made every book a hardback. You know, I haven't seen anybody do a book with a soundtrack attached to it. No. You know what I'm saying? And no. it's a book that I did. I, I don't know anybody that I grew up with that made a book. So like, I just try to break a tradition, break a traditional route, and do something that. Okay, how can I stand out? How can I do this in a way that I can stand out? 
versus fit, trying to fit in or just ride ride a wave. You know what I'm saying? And then it's working, dude. Because when I first pulled it up to look at the book, I thought I was reading something. I had to keep reading it about right. the soundtracks. I was like, what are you talking about the soundtrack? You know what I'm saying? I'm clicking yeah. on things, looking around. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, okay, you get the book, the barcode, the soundtrack. I was like, right. oh, okay, but... It made me keep looking into it though. Right. It made me keep going back and clicking again. Like, okay. And then it could be, yo, little older head. I'm trying to figure out what the hell is he talking about? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then right. I was like, it all made sense in the end. But that pulls people in. It right. makes you have to spend more time with the project. Right. As man. opposed to, I have a book, and then here's the book here, and I have a soundtrack, and then you go over here to get the soundtrack. And it's like, okay, I'll just look at this book. I'm going to worry about what the soundtrack is at. Right. But this made it all come together because I'm looking at everything that you've posted. For the book and the soundtrack. And I was just like, where is this? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, where is this at? Right. But it kept my interest, though. Right. So the marketing on that end, that's, that's genius, though. And that's how you got to do it, man. Like That end, that is hard, day, man. I haven't seen a hardcover book, man. Man, like, even the way I did this, it's not a dust cover where it's like, a, you know what I'm saying? You got the page flipper, and it comes out, and it's just like a plain, a plain, like, paperback joint. You know, like the dust cover? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make it glossy, you know what I'm saying? So, like. Just, just standing out, bro. Just, just way of standing out. Just the way, of like, that's different than something I've seen. It I'm is, bro. It is. You know what I mean? It's, I'm telling y'all, y'all got to check out the book. Y'all got to check out the podcast. Let them know, man. You got the book, uh, the podcast, the name of the podcast. Rich in Spirit. And that's on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Like, mainly any any streaming uh, pot, platform for podcasts. Okay. Okay. And then all your music is on. Apple Music, iTunes, Title. I got Title myself. Spotify, all major music pl- streaming platforms under Primo the Great. That's my name. Heck yeah, man! Y'all got to go through, check out everything, man. Uh, his page, what's your, your Facebook pages? Facebook, uh, Derek Primo Riddick Jr. Instagram, uh, Die Rich D D I E R I C H Supreme S U P R E M E. Y'all got to definitely tune in and check this young brother out, man. I'm telling sure. y'all, sometimes it's the way the universe works. You know yes, what sir. I mean? Because my family, my folks have started putting me out here on more of these pages and more things. Like, get out there, get out there, get out there. Yeah, man. And then it's just kind of like, you get out here and start connecting with your people. Right. Everybody, at, at this time, especially with the way the climate is in the world, man, we all need to get together, unite, definitely, put everything bro. together and work definitely. together to try and build. If we get everything on the same page, dude, we can take over everything. Everything really flows through us. Man. We just let it flow past us. You Bro, know what I'm saying? I got a uh, my cousin. He in Point Loma. Um, it's a dude in his neighborhood that makes like like uh, skincare products, lotion, uh, soap, body soap, uh, uh, oil, cologne, everything. I can get with this guy. You know, we might could put together my own cologne or something. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's just like networking, bro. Networking is big. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, uh, you trying to take over the world? I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to take over yeah, the world. Yeah, dude, why not? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Why the hell not, dude? There's so much that we have to offer. But the thing with us is that we're always pushing against each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? When we need to just be all joining together. Right. Like, hey, let, let's get it. Let's go. Let everybody just get to moving. You know right, what I mean? Man. That's when you're like, hey, can I run it on mine? I'm like, dude, no doubt. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? Like, dude, yes, please. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Anytime, anything, man. Like, that's all like hit it on any other pages. Whatever you got going on. Tag, include, post it on it, whatever you got, man. Yes, sir, man. Whatever you got. I spent the whole day, man, just supporting my people, man. I went out there and copped some of my boys' sweatshirts from his thing today. Yes, sir. It's the thing of everybody actually spending with one another, yes, hanging with one another, building together. You know what I mean? Because we get with each other, and it's like, oh, well, what can I get from this person? Right. You know, what can we do with this? And then we turn around to somebody else. Well, how come you won't, you won't just give me that? How come I can't right. just have this and this? 
we got to spend with each other mentally, physically, financially. We got to build the whole thing. Definitely, bro. You know what I mean? Everybody keeps talking about you. It's funny because everybody bring up the history of Black Wall Street, but you won't see any of us practicing that same thing, though. They'll talk about it, how great it yeah, was. A lot of people don't act on it, though. No. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing. They like to bring it up as a point. You know, it was Black Wall Street, and then that's, that's it. You're like, okay, well, when's the last time you spent a black dollar, though? Ah right. oh, man, you know, listen, I even told the cat who was telling me about Black Wall Street, and I asked him about getting a haircut. And I was like, hey, you still go to so-and-so? He's like, nah, 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 there's this other cat. He charges me less, you know what I'm saying? I was like, but is it a brother you spending with? Nah, 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 but why am I going to go give him all of that when this dude can do the same thing? I said, because you're spending with your people, man. Right. I said, he's paying different rent. He has a different loan cracking. Right. He didn't get all the little privileges and all that kind of stuff that everybody else got when they put their business together. So he's going to charge you $5 more. Bro, it's crazy. Even, like, you go to an actual store like uh, Walmart or something, you don't ask for a discount. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't go you in there with pay, the brother, brother, brother. Yeah. Yeah. But when, we, when it comes to us, you know what I'm saying? I even see with the sisters. I go to so-and-so for my nails because I try to go to one of us, but she was charging me this, she's charging me that. I'm like, but, it, but you supporting your people. Right. I was doing DoorDash and was dropping things off for people out this way. And I was like, everybody that's spending their money with everybody else, I'm dropping food off to all the people that y'all spend the money to. They have three and four looking like houses on the lot attached right. to each other. Right. And I'm just like, y'all don't get it. I was like, maybe y'all need to come do DoorDash this way and see where your money is going. Right. Are you over here struggling trying to get to that store? Right. They over here chilling. But that's the thing is that that's what I'm trying to really push right now, man, is support your people. You know what I mean? Definitely, Support bro. your people, man. No matter what, build with your people. Stop Definitely. always feeling like we we owe each other something. Now, the only thing we owe each other now is just, is to unite unity. Right. Push the whole project. Push everybody on the same agenda. Man, if we all get on the same page, it's amazing. You know what I mean? That's I'm just like, dude. Anything that you need, your people need. If I can help, holler at me, man. Anytime. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Shoot, man. Before we uh get ready to run out, is there anything else you want to drop for the people? Any other songs you want to play for the people? What's your, your message that you want everybody to take when we leave out of here today? Hey, man, follow me on my social media, Direct Supreme, like I said, uh, Supreme based on the true story. You know, you can find everything that I do on my page, on my social media links. Uh, just try to be great. You know, I'll grow your environment. That's all I can leave y'all with. You know, I, I could take y'all to the water, but I can't make y'all fish, so <laughs> you know, that's what I'm going to leave y'all with. Hey, man, the man has spoken. Now, I'm going to do... You know, if it's cool with you, I got one song that's my Go joint. Go ahead, yeah, man. Yeah, of course, I got to do it. Cause it's, off, it's off your goat. It's off your goat album. Greatest of all time. You know, I'm man. a Capricorn, and that's our sign, the, the goat. Bro, I'm a Capricorn right you know there saying? with you, bro. Yo. That's, that's the whole reason why I dropped the tape, bro. That's the whole reason why I dropped the tape. See, this is what I mean. Something that simple, I never thought about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I never thought about goat in the Capricorn. Never thought about right. it that way. Yeah, I'm about to uh, yeah, I'm about to hit people now with the whole goat, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought about that's it that the, way, that's man. That's the whole reason why I dropped the tape, man. They're like, why you put that tape? I'm like, yeah, I'm a goat, dude. That's that's genius. See what I'm saying, y'all? This cat is ahead, ahead. You see, 47 years in the game of being a Capricorn, and never once, bro. Never bro. once that even crossed my mind, man. Bro, see, that's the man. I'm telling you about to knock stuff over talking to this cat. I got a hitting man. He got this joint on here off the goat album. Y'all know I got to do the Diddy one, man. It's called Diddy. So it's only right, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's like I hit that joint off, man. But look, man, before I get up out of here and play this song, I'm going to let it play on the way out. Primo the Great, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank um, you for coming through. For my listeners, too, put your, like, put your social media out. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, man, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Dago Diddy Vision on Facebook. 
Dago Diddy Vision on uh, Instagram. Uh, what else am I on Anchor? Uh, you can find these podcasts, like he said, on all the main platforms: Apple, Spotify, um, all those podcast services. We're all linked up on those. Uh, shoot, man, but yeah, that's the only ones I really have, man. Just anything that says Dago Diddy Vision. That's how you're going to find your boy, man. We got... Um, Sir, I'm going to put it in a note, too, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Stuff yeah. They can just click right to it. Heck yeah, man. Just, you know what I'm saying? And thank you again, bro, for the opportunity, no man. Doubt. You know Likewise. what I mean? Shoot, man. Much appreciated. Likewise. You know what I mean? But on that note, folks, I'm going to play this uh, Diddy joint off of Primo the Great. And, uh, man, thank you all for tuning in, you dig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I found yeah, my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, yeah. Liddy, yeah. We on the block, yeah. Busy, yeah. They say I'm hot, it's getting chilly, yeah, yeah. All the smoke, yeah. Who want it really? All the killers know who run the city. All you killers, silly, yeah. I do my dance, I feel like Diddy, yeah. Boy, I do it, Biggie, uh, uh Moving silence, cause this might just get tricky All the static, yeah, you know we get trippy I fell in love with the money When it rains, it pours, it never gets sunny I just pulled up on a bunny I got what she needs, so she get it from me I tell her, don't take me away I gotta go make me a play She telling me to be safe Hold on, people in the jakes Shorty done set me up Fuck you doing? I send the hoodies, come butt you up, catch you up DSR, flexing up We do this shit on a regular basis Racing, preaching the word like Mace did. Trying to pull up in that rape shit. I am an animal. Fuck it, I'm a beast. Bitch jumped off the porch. You know I'm playing for keeps, and I'm in the field. You know it ain't shit sweet. You know this shit run deep. Making moves, I don't sleep. Yeah, Liddy, yeah. We on the block, yeah. Busy, yeah. They say I'm hot, it's getting chilly, yeah, yeah. All the smoke, yeah, who wanna really? All the killers know who run the city. All you killers, silly, yeah. I do my dance, I feel like Diddy, yeah. Bad boy, I do it. Biggie, yeah, yeah. Moving silence, cause it might just get tricky. About the static, yeah, you know we get trippy. You just talk your shit, I really walk my shit. Tell them part of my back, while I just park my shit. We on a whole new level, we on a new dimension. Little one stay bloody. My other cousin on some crib shit. They get active. I'm a hustler, I be stacking. Never lacking. See, young boy, what happened? Shit was tragic. Had to open up the cabinet. Little one, savage. Pulled out automatic. I'm trying to give me a milli. Bust it down, filthy. She said she love me. But I'ma give you the real me. She said she love me. But I'ma give you the real me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Liddy, yeah, we on the block, yeah, busy, yeah, it's him hot, it's getting chilly, yeah, yeah, all the smoke, yeah, who wanna really, all the killers know who run the city, all you killers, silly, yeah, I do my dance, I feel like Diddy, yeah, bad boy, I do it, Biggie, yeah, yeah, moving silence cause it might just get tricky, about the static, yeah, you know we get trippy, 